This is The Jerry Callahan Show. I know I've asked this question before, and I will ask it again. I'm sorry. I have to. I have to. I'm not that smart. I admit it. I went to uh, Massachusetts public schools. I went to University of Massachusetts. I'm not that bright. I need help from you, too, uh, Carano and Turtle Boy. I've been watching all the coverage. I watched the pathetic, angry, nasty speech from our uh, president yesterday and all the reaction and I've heard from, uh, hell, my congresswoman who wants to mask up everybody all over again. And I've heard from all these uh, local, these blue state mayors like Lori Lightfoot going to war on the unvaccinated and the unmasked. And I still struggle with this. I still, uh, two years into the pandemic now, two years into this madness, I still struggle with this. And I need an answer, just a simple answer. Why do the unvaccinated people like you, filthy, filthy animals like you too, why do they pose a threat to the vaccinated? Why do the unmasked pose a threat to the masked? I, I understand the strategy. If you're Joe Biden, his whole life, his whole 50 years in Washington is about divide and conquer. It's uh, stigmatized, demonize one group of people, attack them. Whether it's you know, black people when he was younger and he was uh, you know, virtually a se segregationist hanging with Robert Byrd or now when he targets uh, the unvaxxed or the rich, the evil rich, he's always targeting someone. That's how he's got to where he is. So I understand he is lying. It doesn't really matter to him why people are unvaxxed. He's going to go to war on the unvaxxed. And many of the blue state mayors and governors and, and, and congressmen, they're just following along. But am I wrong to be stopped? Just say stop. Can we just answer this question? What? threat if you're vaccinated and god knows they have touted the the the, the virtue of the vax uh the vaccine why do you care if the guy who walks in the restaurant if you're fully vaccinated and boosted if the guy walks in the coffee shop isn't vaccinated why does that matter simple simple question i need a simple answer matt carano or turtle well, Boy, it, it, do it doesn't matter yeah, but that's not the point like <laughs> people and it's not and it's not just about stupid people either who believe stupid things or are not thinking this through this these are there are smart people out there who just love to get told what to do by big daddy that's what they want they just want to, i they don't want to be think told that, how to i don't think it's that they like being told what to do i think that it's like they like being part of the power regime and they like telling you what to do more than anything. They like I understand that. I understand that. It's despicable. What we're seeing now is the most cynical, despicable thing I think I've seen in my lifetime, where you are lumping whatever it is, 40, 50 million people in together and saying it's all their fault. When indeed, in fact, he knows it's not. He knows it's not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. He knows it. That 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 evil elf Fauci knows it. Rochelle Lewinsky, they know it. They know it, but it's a political strategy. It's a political strategy to divide and conquer. But I still struggle with this. I listen to these lunatics on, on social media or cable news talk about, you know, they, they're selfish uh, people who don't put a mask on in, uh, in an airport or these selfish, uh, who was the guy we, we, we read the, the tweet? It was, a, it was a professor saying, if you don't get double jabbed like his six-year-old, you are a selfish coward. And I read it and I say, okay, I'm, I'm all for the fight. I'm all for the debate. I'm all for the battle. But what threat does, that, does an unvaxxed guy pose to you if you're in an airport, you're double vaxxed, you've got your mask, you're taking all your precautions, you're probably you know, washing your hands and 
doing the social distance thing too. You're doing everything you've been ordered to do. Why do you care if someone else doesn't do it? Well, what, what, I mean, I, I know I'm going backwards. I know I'm asking a question. I've been asking for two years, but I can't help it. When I watch this, this nasty old man, uh, scolding you people, by the way, one year after he said he wouldn't take the vaccine, he wouldn't trust the vaccine. Now, if you say it, you're the bad guy, you're evil, and you're the reason people are dying. But I still, and I understand that Biden has no idea what he's talking about. He doesn't understand the science. He doesn't care. But could, could if someone raised the question, uh, raised their hand, Peter Ducey or anybody, Yamichi, and said, sir, sir, Mr. President, why do the vaccinated feel threatened by the unvaccinated? What yeah, she's going to ask that. Yeah, she's going to ask that. Sure. Okay, she anybody, is, forget her. Yeah. Ducey asked <laughs> me. You don't, you guys don't understand it either. I could tell you're both like, oh, it, it makes no sense. Well, I just, I mean, like I said, you can walk into a restaurant in Boston now with COVID. Tell them I have COVID. <laughs> as long as you have your vaccination card with you, you can eat there. But a healthy person without COVID who isn't vaccinated cannot because public health. None of this makes any sense. They don't pretend that it makes any sense. It's entirely about power. And Honestly, I'm here for it because think of how what is the end game here? The end game here, Jerry, is that normal people flee cities and cities become communist utopias. <laughs> and I'm okay with that because that's step one of the national divorce, which eventually has to come because these conflicting ideas cannot possibly exist in the same society. Do you it, agree it, with that? I agree with it, uh, but I also need to understand it. I also need to understand why otherwise smart people. Uh, and I know some, I have some in my family, some friends, otherwise smart people falling for this cynical, deceptive, deceitful campaign by Biden and Fauci and company. Well, Americans, the, Americans used to be anti-establishment rule breakers. That's what we were. Anti-establishment rule breakers. Do not trust authority. Do not trust people with power. Do not trust the government. But we've been taught through public schools to submit See, I disagree. I disagree. Right I disagree. I, disagree. I see what you're saying, Carano. And I agree. I agree in spirit. However, during the American Revolution, what percent of the people of Massachusetts do you think actively took part in the rebellion? Well, that that's the the uh, the origin. Less of, than half. That's the origin less, of Carano's group there. The three percenters. Three percenters. Like it was only three percent. Right. Less way less than half. The majority of people just wanted to stay with England. It was because it was easier. That's the real American spirit. Is that the majority of people would rather just go along with everything and do what whatever is to just to survive tomorrow. That's the natural human. It takes strong men and exceptional people to actually stand up against regime. And those are the people that got remembered in history. Well, yeah, like, but, it's also, but a way it's larger also, percentage. It's of also nature. It's also natural or human nature to want to be safe and be protected. And it's for some people, that's easier than thinking. You know, you say, you ask this question, and I feel like like going to the airport and doing it, going to the mall and saying, if I don't have a mask on and you're double masked, why does it bother you? Why does it matter? And I, I, I guess I'll never get an answer. We'll never get an answer. But I'll say this, that uh, that we all know what a disaster the first uh, uh, 11 months of the Biden uh, presidency has been. But I think it reached a new low it, it, uh, yesterday because he, here's the deal. That he, his, his numbers are all underwater on everything, on, on the economy, on the border. The one thing he had going for him up till the Omicron came along was that he had sort of a 
even record or maybe even a positive uh, approval rating for handling COVID. The, the whole reason we have him, the whole reason Biden's in, in, in the White House, the whole reason Trump is gone, the whole reason for everything is COVID. He hid in the basement during the election, during the campaign. He let the media campaign for him. So he didn't, because of COVID, he couldn't come out. Uh, we had mail-in voting because of COVID. Trump's economy went in the tank because of COVID. So everything, he owes everything to COVID, and he's not going to let that go. And what he had to do yesterday was come out and sound presidential and sound hopeful like this this pandemic uh, is going to be behind us soon, which it, it probably isn't. And what he should have done, what he could have done is come out and say, this Omicron variant is our way out. This Omicron variant is mild. It isn't killing anybody. Still today, we have, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin has still killed more people in Omicron. So if he said that, I mean, let's be honest. Well, Jerry, you're missing, you're missing the big selling point here with them. And I'll, let me play the reamer role in this. And that, Jerry, the reason that people are not dying of, 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 of COVID is because they are vaccinated. That is why. In reality, though, we know that nobody was dying before. Like, obviously, some people were dying. The morbidly obese the people with comorbidities, the elderly, et cetera, they were dying from COVID. People point to, like, Cory Booker and Elizabeth Warren both have COVID. And they say, well, their symptoms are mild because they took the vaccine. It's like, no, their symptoms are mild because Elizabeth Warren's in pretty goddamn good shape for a woman in her 70s. And Cory Booker played college football and he's in his whatever, early 50s, okay? That's why they're mild, because they're both healthy. You should try to, like, don't try to be Cory Booker and Elizabeth Warren politically. But physically, you should emulate them because they're both in good shape and they'll be fine with COVID. That's the truth. Or, or you could say, hey, Donald Trump survived it. Uh, Chris, Christie's, <laughs> Chris Christie survived it. If Chris Christie survived it, anybody could survive it. And he didn't. It wasn't even the Omicron. But I thought yesterday was just so, uh, so hope. I mean, the, the message was hopelessness, despair, death. You know, it was it was the exact opposite message of what you'd expect from a president. I thought it was. Uh, I, I know you'll find the shock. I thought it was a new low. It was a new low because, again, the one thing he had going for him is he was going to get us out of COVID. I don't know if you heard this, but he promised in the campaign that he was going to shut down the virus. Yes, and now, right. more, even though he's got three vaccines and all kinds of therapeutics, more people have died on his watch than on Trump's. And according to him, every single death is the fault of the president. Every single death. No, not person, the fault of the president. It's the fault of the unvaccinated. Every single person would be alive today if not for the president. Those are his rules, not mine. But they made a pivot and they decided to uh, blame it all on you guys. And you could make that case that people, you know, unvaccinated or whatever, irresponsible or reckless. But you can't tie it up in a nice neat bow. You can't make... He can't make sense of anything, but even his surrogates in the media, even the you know people on CNN and hell, who's the biggest, craziest, most fanatical authoritarian out there in cable news? It is Lena Wen, former president of Planned Parenthood. We'll get to what she had to say yesterday, which just blew a hole in the entire case for masks, uh, which it didn't yeah. slow down Ayanna Presley. You know, 10 minutes after this doctor explained why masks are useless, Ayanna Presley is demanding a statewide mask mandate for Massachusetts. And it's almost like they don't listen. They stick their fingers in their ears and say, la, 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 la. We want mandates. We have mandates, more rules, more mandates, more lockdowns, more shutdowns. 
And I think the problem they have now is we've lived through that. We know that doesn't work. We've seen it in New York. We've seen it in other parts of the world. And we say, wait, no, 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 no more of that. So I think lunatics like Diana Presley and, and, and Michelle Wu and Lori Lightfoot, I think they're misreading the room now. At least I hope so. But uh, we'll get to, uh, we'll play some of Trump, uh, Trump's, Biden's pathetic um, speech yesterday, which I think we know why they stick it at 2.30 in the afternoon and not prime time, because it's just so uncomfortable. It's just so uncomfortable watching and listening to him. But we'll, we'll also play Leanna Wynn, who we've mentioned before, because she is such a nut. I mean, she wants to just wrestle people to the ground and give them the jab or put them on concentration camps. Uh, she's kind of a changing her tune, at least in one of those uh, mandates, one of those measures. Stephen A. Smith uh, got COVID. Cole Beasley got it, Jerry, too. Stephen A. Smith, big, big vaccine mandate guy. Big, you know, the worst guy in the world to Stephen A. is uh, is Kyrie Irving. Well, Kyrie Irving's coming back to play, and Stephen A. is going on sick leave because he's got COVID. We'll talk about him. And um, I got to hand it to, to I mentioned this yesterday, uh, Turtle, but I got to hand it to you because the Trump 2024 campaign, I don't think is going well. I don't think it's, I mean, obviously the Biden 2024 or the Kamala Harris 2024 campaign is a disaster. But I think as time goes by, more people are going to look at Trump and say, I'm really not ready. I really don't want another 78 year old scatterbrained president. And I thought it was a real low moment for Trump 2024 on um, Sunday. Uh, we will play that and we'll let uh, Turtle Boy take a bow. We'll get into that and a lot more on today's Callahan Show brought to you by DCU. Whether you're buying your first home, your dream home, or looking to refinance the home you love, DCU may have the mortgage program to fit your needs and more importantly, your budget. The mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help remove the hurdles that can make it so difficult and confusing. They'll bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today at dcu.org slash mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender and MLS number 466914 insured by NCUA membership required. All right, the, um, the Biden speech was disturbing on so many levels, but I, I think the first one would be just the, uh, the, the visceral level of watching a guy come out to make a speech about a... Uh, a, a, a disease, a pandemic, a virus, while coughing and stumbling and pausing and coughing and pausing and stumbling and coughing and coughing and coughing. And I think everybody, if they have, we're going to be honest, the first question be, are you okay? That's not a good sign. When the first question you're going to, you want to ask your president when he tries to uh, make a speech to the nation, to the world indeed, the first question is, are you sure? Are you sure you're okay? Did you test negative today, uh, sir? Because you don't look good. You don't sound good. But I guess they, it, it's. I, I guess he revealed a lot when he was uh, answering questions and getting all angry, which again is not a COVID symptom. It's a dementia symptom when you just get irrationally angry over nothing, which he did that too yesterday. But when he came out with that brief moment of candor and said. They didn't. They don't want me doing this press conference. Yes. I should, they don't want me to do this. Of course, they, they don't. I love who they. Like, can you tell us who they is? Uh, yeah, they, they is uh, Doctor Jill, to... Ron Klain, G, uh, Jen Saki, Susan Rice, and I think Commander, his new. Uh, he can't even keep his eyes open when he talks. Like every time, he looks so old, like so old, like older than Jimmy Carter. 
He does. And when he walks off stage, it really looks bad. He walks off stage, you get to see the back of his head and it's all patchy and his like hair is not just barely hanging on. And then he's got the, like the arthritic walk off stage and you go the shuffle. He does not inspire confidence in any way, but here's the biggest problem. I think is that, you know, he's, he's, he's trying to be a wartime president and, you know, we're at war with the pandemic and, you know, we're all in this together. We all hear that nonsense. And normally in war, the president, you know, his approval ratings go up. People support him. They, they root for him because it's, you know, it's a moment where we're supposed to come together as a nation. And it's just the opposite. This, he's, he's supposed to be leading this effort to, you know, defeat the virus, to shut down the virus. And he inspires no confidence, no hope. And here's the, what I, what I, the conclusion I came to watching him yesterday is he has to be the most, uh, the least persuasive uh, commander in chief I've ever heard. Like he doesn't persuade, you know, it's one thing to demonize the unvaxxed and to try to get them to join the the majority and get vaxxed. But it's another thing to like, to dump all over them and, and uh, and to make them the villains and then say, you know, get vaxxed. It's easy. It's free. And I think a lot of people like you, Turtle Boy, a lot of people uh, of the 50 million who unvaxxed are saying, I was thinking about it, but now that you've treated me this way, go screw. I mean, I think it has backfired because he's such a bad messenger. Yeah, and they- it's not just him. It's 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 his entire party. Like, at the, like I said, at one point, I think if you asked me a year ago, my official stance was, sure, I, I'm not going to wait in line for it. But if, if I see it's convenient, yeah, I'll do it. Sure, whatever. Now it's like under no circumstances will I ever comply with your tyrannical garbage nonsense. Absolute, you're unscientific because I see what you're doing here. I see what you're doing. This is all so you can point to a chart. And say, look at me, I got X amount of people vaccinated. I'm a good president. I coerced enough people into doing that. And I'm not playing your stupid game, period. If, if you watched yesterday, and we can play some of it. I mean, I, I was trying to envision that person somewhere in America, like you guys, like one of the 50. Do I have that number right of unvaxxed? Is it 50, 60, something like well, that million? 72% something vaccinated. So what's, you know, 350? It was 200. I think it's 200 million vaccinated. And I, it changes because the, uh, A, the rules of fully vaxxed change and B, the age uh, keeps dropping. So now it's five-year-olds who got to get jabbed. But so say it's 50 million. I'm trying to picture any of them, one of them, listening to that and saying, you know, he's got me. He's He's right. I should... 203 million. So that means, you know, 150 million of the population isn't, isn't vaccinated. Well, I, I mean, they're not all eligible, obviously True. little kids and, but, but it's, it's probably more than that, probably 70 or 80 million, but I, I could see Obama. I certainly could see, you know, Clinton. I could see Reagan convincing people to do something they might not necessarily want to do. I just can't picture you know, uncle, uncle Joe here with that angry finger pointing in the coffin and this rubbing his nose and the, you, it's your fault. You did it. No, no. I I mean, I want good reasons. Give me good reasons to get vaccinated. That's that's true. There's no, he never has any signs. He never has any signs. Just give me good reasons and I would do it. But so far the reasons have not been compelling. Here's how, you know, it's all deceit. It's all, you know, it's all uh, 
a three card Monty game that they, they, he's not being honest. He's not leveling with the, and neither is of course Fauci, the biggest liar of them all, or Walensky or, or Collins or any of them is this COVID where we're in a f- complete obsession with COVID right now. The Omicron has brought us back to that point where everything's about COVID. You guys talk to your families, your friends, you know, neighbors, and it's all, you know, if you tested, you get tested, you're vax, you're going to that party. Are you that open? Is that closed? Is schools open? Is restaurants closed? All that, right? We've covered it from A to Z, COVID. This guy never mentions natural immunity or therapeutics. There's never a mention of treatment. It's all and nothing. It's it's just vax and it's living or dying. That's it. That's the whole message. If you get vaxxed, you'll live. If you don't, you'll die. There's no mention. And I I realize I'm never going to mention things like ivermectin, that, that, you know, things that Trump took. But I watched this morning, um, there's an interview with Jim Jordan. It's a hearing. It's like with Jim Jordan and Marty McCary from Johns Hopkins, who's, you know, he's a rebel. You know, he doesn't. And if you've seen, followed the news lately, we found out just how vile, how, uh, how sinister that Fauci and Collins are, that they're that they had a concerted effort to discredit, to demonize the Great Barrington Project, which was about, you know, not closing schools, not shutting down economies. It was about natural immunity. It was about all the things that they didn't want to talk about. So they said, we must destroy and discredit them. That's the kind of person uh, Fauci is. That's the kind of person that, you know, CNN and NBC keep putting on TV. But if you were going to cover A to Z, everything COVID-related, wouldn't Biden and Saki and, and 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 Fauci occasionally talk about natural immunity or occasionally talk about therapeutics? They have made it's a decision. No, never, ever, ever. We talk about two things: vaccines and tests. You tell me if you're if you're thinking about COVID and whether you get it, your family gets it. What matters more to you, like treatment or tests? I mean, why, why, what, what's the obsession right. with tests? Is, is Hunter Biden getting a cut of it or something? Why, why are we obsessed with tests? Because they love data, Jerry. That's all. They're politicians. Politicians love data. They love charts. They love pointing to things. And they love, love saying, look what I did. I fixed this. And it's measurable. And they can, that's literally, Ron Klain can put a PowerPoint together. That's the entire purpose of this. But you're right. The testing needs to end. And, and especially in, in sports. Why are we testing athletes anymore? Why, like, we know you all have it. If you're not symptomatic, who cares? It's, who cares a, it's a great question, and, and people have said sports may lead us out of this because they'll say, if you're young and healthy and you test positive for Omicron, who cares? Just play, play on. What's the? We yeah, need to normalize. We need to normalize having co- coronavirus particularly Omicron. We need to normalize it. It's okay. Everybody has it right now. Like every, I, we probably all have it. I'm not going to get tested because what am I going to do with that information? Who cares if I have coronavirus? What does it matter? And, and one of the biggest lies we're told is, you know, once we get this behind us, once we get through this, once we put it in the rear view, you go, oh. what if that never happens? I mean, it's never going to happen. If that never happens and, and you hear occasionally, crazy you know left-wing politicians say things like you know uh we um it's going to be uh, it's going to uh, affect us it's the new normal that's the term the new normal well what's the new normal i mean how about we go back to the old normal and treat it like the flu or just or just ignore it in the case of young healthy high school kids or college kids 
if they get it, so what? If they get the symptoms, then they can you know, whatever stay home and take Theraflu or take ivermectin if they want. But there's never, there's almost never questions about therapeutics or uh, more now than before about natural immunity. I was mentioning the uh, Jim Jordan with uh, with Marty McCary this morning. He said there's a study out of Israel, and they uh, they determined. They concluded that natural immunity is 27 times more effective than the vaccine. <laughs> and yet, and yet, all over Twitter, at the Twitter on the right-hand bar on the right-hand side, with all the COVID news, is saying that is telling us the exact opposite: that natural immunity isn't as effective as vaccination, which is complete bullshit. It is. It's and, a lie, and, and they spread. And they, but Twitter, remember, is just a platform. Oh, right, they they right. don't actually create the news. They're just the platform that hosts the news, which is also a complete lie. They literally are the people that are uh, driving public opinion on this. They're kicking off people who go against it. And this is where the majority of Americans now, social media, go to get their news. They're all in it together. Well, I mean, you see examples of the Dave Rubin had a tweet that was uh, got him kicked off Twitter, I don't know, a week or whatever, banned from it was like six months ago. And everything he said, <clears throat> is the conventional wisdom now, you know, that uh, uh, the new variant is milder, it's more transmissible, things like that. And, uh, you know, it's not going to kill you if, you know, if, and you might not even know it. Things that are, fa uh, you know, verifiable facts now got you kicked off Twitter six months ago. That's how crazy it is. But the amazing thing is that you're not, look, you're right, Twitter, you're not even allowed to tweet about, you know, ivermectin or tweet about how much better natural immunity is than the vaccine that gets you kicked off. And yet it might just be true. And, 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 it might so, be. and you, you mentioned earlier, Leanna Wen goes on the air and, you know, this expert Leanna Wen goes on the air yesterday saying that masks are not a uh, cloth masks are not effective. And right here, I'm looking at Twitter, you know, right in the COVID-19 uh, explore section of Twitter, experts say masks are safe and effective in preventing spread of COVID-19. Well, so, like what experts who, who the fuck is saying that and, and, <laughs> and what and and you're right like turtle boy you point out that some guys had covid he got over it he has the antibodies he has natural immunity he can't go to a restaurant in boston but someone who's been vaccinated and has covid and is hacking up a lung you know can go in and you can't stop him so that's the that's because because science because public health that's the new the new way it is in these so what do cities. what do people like you do then jerry like you live in the city limits would you live there if you had kids no we no we, i i i when my kids i have kids but they're you older. have kids if they if they were actually when kids, they were then. younger no i needed a yard and a playground and everything else i look at my neighbors and oftentimes we've had a few neighbors that had lived here when they when they had no kids and then they had little kids but then when the kids got to be six or eight they move to the suburbs that's kind of mm -hmm. and then when the kids graduate from high school or college they move back right right uh, like, I, like you can't i mean you can but if you're a normal person who actually cares about your kids you can't live in cities anymore you cannot live in boston because the writing is on the wall now the children must be vaccinated by march 15th what do you think is going to happen next school year they're going to require it to go to school your kids aren't going to be doing any, you're not going to be able to do anything. Like I hope people see the writing on the wall and that living in a city in a communist controlled area like Boston or New York or whatever is no longer feasible. Like they're going to take everything away from you. You have to move. You have to, as Jesse Kelly says, you have to balkanize. 
move to a red area, make it redder. Life can be good within the same country as long as you live amongst like-minded people. But I, uh, and I point this out all the time, I feel bad for the restaurant owners, the gym owners, some of whom I know. They are absolutely screwed over by this, obviously. <laughs> if they Why not for- move? Why don't they move? I mean, they, well, they move, voted right? for Michelle Wu. Like, what moved? You own a couple of restaurants in the city, and what do you mean move? They maybe they do live in the suburbs, but they're trying to make a living. They and they were doing you, fine. You own a gym COVID in Boston, along, but but the, so the gym so isn't have, the building. The gym is you. You take all your equipment and you it's move. Not that simple. It's not that simple. I mean, <laughs> it's expensive. It's an investment, but it's worth it over time. Yeah, sometimes well, the margins you, you on these the, places are so small, like it's hard to right. make it work. And then you're just gonna and you put all your time, your blood, sweat, and hey, tears they, in marketing they, and location. Keep crying, keep I, crying hey, about hey, it. No, you're choosing to no, do business uh, in a communist yeah, utopia. Yeah, but it's hey, not easy. Like you don't have a you don't have a brick and mortar business. It's not an easy situation. Is it easy to be me? Is it easy to survive what I've done for the last seven I years? Mean, no, but you figure it out. You have no choice. You obviously, have to they're going to have to figure uh, it out. I, I did a whole uh, podcast about my friends who owned a gym in Andover. Yeah, they owned it for 30 years. And Baker, who's a, just another blue state tyrant, just kept, first he shut them down completely. And then they came up with all these rules where you had to separate the equipment 10 feet apart. And they did that. And then they came up with a new rule. And then they made people wear masks while working out. And you know what happens when you do that? People don't work out. People don't keep their memberships. They bail and they tried to stay afloat and they couldn't and they went bankrupt. That's what happens. That's what's going to happen in a number of restaurants because of this lunatic Michelle Wu, this Liz Warren uh, protege for one reason. These people, and I'm talking about Yana Presley and Liz Warren and Michelle Wu and Marty Walsh and Charlie Baker, don't give a damn about small business owners. They care what Linda Pizzuti writes about them in the Boston Globe. So you have restaurants now that can are barely hanging on. They barely can keep a, a wait staff or, a, or a, a, a cook on duty and a dishwasher. What do you think a dishwasher is going to do? Some, some working class kid from the city. And they say, well, you can't work here until you get vaxxed. And he's like 20 years old. He's like, I'm not getting vaxxed. I'm, I'll go somewhere else. I'll cross city lines. There are plenty of jobs. Plenty of restaurants that don't have these ridiculous restrictions. People are going to say, am I going to take my kids into the city to go to a dinner or a show or a game? Oh, wait, my eight-year-old is not vaccinated. He doesn't have a vax card. You know what? I'll just go to, to Burlington. There's plenty of restaurants there. Or Linfield. They won't come in the city. This is the mayor. Her job should be to do what's best for the city, but she's not doing that. She's screwing these people over. She's screwing the city over, and these people... Half of them, you know, didn't make it through the last shutdown, the Baker Wall shutdown. Now they have to deal with this nut ruining their business by forcing eight-year-olds or to get vaccinated or forcing waitresses and waiters and busboys to get vaccinated when they can just go somewhere else. Talk about go somewhere else. You know who's going somewhere else? The employees. That's who's going somewhere else. All right, we got to get to some of the sound because it's incredible. I want to get to Lena Wen. But what do we got from Biden yesterday, Corona? Because... This was just so dour and so hopeless. I, I can't believe, I think he's right that he shouldn't be doing this. He should not be out there. And he, he had all, uh, he, he doesn't ever, ever give you this hopeful moment. It's just, you're going to die. I want the sound when he talks about you guys, you guys who are at fault here, you guys who are to blame for the 5 million deaths worldwide, you unvaccinated uh, scum. How concerned should you be about Omicron which is now the dominant variant in this country, and it happened so quickly. The answer is straightforward. 
If you're not fully vaccinated, you have good reason to be concerned. You're at a high risk of getting sick. And if you get sick, you're likely to spread it to others, including friends and family. The unvaccinated have a significantly higher risk of ending up in a hospital or even dying. Almost everyone who has died from COVID-19 in the past many months has been unvaccinated. Unvaccinated. But if you're among the majority of Americans who are fully vaccinated, and especially if you've gotten the booster shot, that third shot, you're much, you have much, much less reason to worry. You have a high degree of protection against severe illness. But because Omicron spreads so easily, we'll see Omicron. Something- Omicron, yeah. It's, a, it's, a- <laughs> uh, it, it, it's not true. It's not true, but that number slows them down. I was There's- just looking at the numbers in New Hampshire. The, the amount, the percentage of people who've died of COVID who are under 50, 2% in New Hampshire. It's overwhelmingly people who are over, over 50, over 60, 2%. And like, if there's, if the argument, like what he's saying, like, let's suppose it's true that the majority, almost everybody dying is unvaccinated. Okay. So problem solved, Joe. I mean, so you still have the option. You can stay safe with the vaccine, right? So like if people want to live dangerously and die, you could say the same thing about car accidents. The majority of people who die in car accidents are speeding or not wearing seatbelts or doing something dangerous. And they made their choice. Innocent people can protect themselves by putting on a seatbelt and following the seatbelt. Like that's what are you what are you what are you getting at here? Like what do you what what is being your goal? I understand the media is there to serve him. That's their job in their mind. But why can't someone just ask? I mean, I under, he would never be able to articulate it or answer it, but just say, so if I'm vaxxed, why do I give a damn about the unvaxxed? Uh, I mean, maybe they're your loved one. You don't want them to die. If you have a 70-year-old friend or who's fat and got comorbidities and is not vaccinated, sure, try to convince him to do it. But well, he, he literally talks about elementary school children and how they have to get vaccinated without explaining why, why. I know I'm getting frustrated more than usual. Well, the other but- thing the other thing that no one will ever ask, ask about is he admitted to in that speech, he did it in sort of a more covert way, but he admitted that they should not have shut down schools last year. Admitted yeah, that, but no one's going to call into po- question. That's not polling well, <laughs> shutting but, down the schools yeah, again. But, but so no one's going to ask him, oh, well, why did you Why did you then waste billions of taxpayer dollars and put kids in in uh, in, in situations where they can't well, socialize? The federal government isn't the ones who shut that. That was your local school board that did that. Oh, no, that but was it was encouraged uh, by the uh, teachers union uh, that Randy Weingarten and the Biden regime who let the teachers union write the, the, the orders uh, for him, for them. And the CDC, it was encouraged on a federal level. Don't, I mean, absolutely. Um, Schools didn't shut down in Florida. They kept going as my right. point. And it, DeSantis it, was a villain. DeSantis was evil when he kept schools mm-hmm. open because he was going to kill children. You remember that, don't you? He, got a, he, 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 he was leading a death cult, according to the New York Times. DeSantis he almost killed right. my kid Biden and I live wrong. in Massachusetts. Yeah, I mean. He almost killed my kid, Jerry. I live in Massachusetts. That's I, how dangerous Ron DeSantis is. I will tell you what. another thing they don't mention, and it's so disturbing, and no one mentions it. God knows Fauci doesn't give a damn. As long as Fauci is on TV and getting paid millions, he could give a damn who lives or dies. But I just looked this up because it's mind-boggling. Uh, researchers for the Centers for Disease Control. You know what that is? That's the CDC. This is from the CDC, said the rate of girls aged 12 through 17 visiting the emergency room for suicide attempts 
in 2021, February uh, 2021 to the end of the, uh, to, yeah, till now, are up 51%. Girls trying to kill themselves age 12 to 17. 51%, that's incredible. And they were up the year before too. So it's like th- there's this incredible spike in kids killing themselves. And you never hear a word of it about it from Fauci. Uh, and that's the CDC numbers. You never hear a word out of it from Biden or Dr. Jill. All they freaking talk about is vaccines, vaccines, death and, and, and destruction this winter because of vaccines. What about that? What about what you have done? Nah, kids are the sacrifices we have to make in order to get through this pandemic. Kids yeah. are resilient. As the teachers union said, Jerry, they're strong. They can get through this. They actually enjoy it. They enjoy helping out the cause. Nothing bothers me more. And I told, said this to Corona the other day is out in public and you see parents unvac, uh, unmasked because, you know, they've been vaxxed and they got their like six-year-olds, seven-year-olds masked up, gagging their six-year-olds just to virtue signal. They know that doesn't do any good, but they, you know, the six-year-old hasn't got the shot yet. So they're going to wear a mask and you just feel like grabbing them and say, what you are abusing this child. Explain to me why. And they can't, they won't. Quickly, can we play Leanna Wren? Wren, when? Leanna Wren. Lena, Lena, Leanna, Lena. Well, it's L-E-A-N-A, so I don't know how you pronounce it. But. Lena Wren, former president of Planned Parenthood, so she, you know she cares about the health and well-being of children, uh, but she's a total nut. She's always smiling, and she's talking about death. And you know, Her voice is nails on a chalkboard. And, 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 and she a- just threw a monkey wrench into the whole thing because she's on CNN, and they... I, I'm, I I think another producer probably get fired. They're, they're losing producers because someone let this go out over the air. Lena Wen said, your mask is useless. After whatever it's been, a year plus of forcing people to wrap their faces in cloth, uh, this is one of the real extremists out there who wants to take every measure, hasn't seen a, a draconian measure she doesn't love, said, get rid of the masks. Let's listen to Dr. Wen. Don't wear a cloth mask. Cloth masks are little more than facial decorations. There's no place for them in light of Omicron. Don't. That's it. That it? Yeah, that's it. No place. You play the whole sound, but that's God, the whole sound bite that came. It's the same thing. Off? Same thing that you tweeted out. That's the exact same uh, thing that you tweeted out. Uh, would, it, would it have killed you to get the whole cut? Yes, it would have killed me. Just like COVID, it's um, gonna kill me. She says they're nothing more than facial. I mean, I mean, you today. set it up. You you said the entire quote anyway. So why are we even playing it if we're going to say the entire the facial, quote? Because the facial. Because I want people to hear from Lena Wen. Lena Wen. It's Leanna. It's an A in there. A. Lena. Facial decorations. That's what you're wearing on your face. Facial decorations. I'm going to be some facial decorations. Facial decorations. I don't want to do that. That's how you get in trouble, Turtle Boy. (laughs) Exactly. And by the way, by the way, like uh, this was literally, I don't know. An hour later, and Ayanna Presley's demanding Charlie Baker issue a statewide mask mandate. Yes. One of her people, the head of Plant Parenthood, which he loves, just said, masks are useless. And she goes on and says, we need to force everybody in the state to wear a mask. What? And, and, and by the way, Ed Markey, our other senator, wants a national mask mandate. Oh, national. Is, there anything, yeah. is that the silliest thing you've ever heard? Can you imagine telling Texas... Or Oklahoma, or whatever, you know, Wyoming, you gotta have a mask out in public. 
because Ed Markey wants you to. This half-wit, yeah. you know, senator from Massachusetts, this absolute moron, so wants you to wear a mask. So he wants to. The think that it's even possible for the president to institute something shows how devoid he is of like an, an understanding of how the federal government works. If he thinks that that is a thing, that can never happen. But I don't know if he does. I mean, this is what happens when you insulate yourself as a, a Massachusetts politician and you don't. He's probably never spoken. Do you think he has lunch with senators from red states, Jerry? Do you think he talks oh, no, to them ever? No, ne never. They hate him. You know, he no. he associates with AOC. He's the big, he's the Senate version of AOC selling all the Green New Deal nonsense and all the climate change voodoo. That's his thing. So, no, he's laughed at. They see him. They laugh at him. They laugh at all our elected representatives. They're all nut jobs out on the margins who no one takes seriously. I mean, Ayanna Presley, I'll say it again, came out and said the Cops in this country murdered 70 innocent people after the uh, uh, Derek Chauvin verdict. And no one even followed it up. No one asked them, could you ask her, can you name names, give us some specifics? They just said, that's that lunatic. Just let her sit over there and babble. She's, she's, she's a joke. He's a joke. Liz Warren is a total joke now that Elon Musk have, has eviscerated her. But uh, we got to get to, uh, I promise we'd get to Trump because I'm going to let our boy turtle boy let uh, turtle boy take a bow on this one because trump uh, stepped in it the other day and we'll tell you about stephen a why stephen a uh insisted on working even though he tested positive for COVID. the reason is is amazing and it's kind of funny but first let me tell you about my pillow this today's show is sponsored by my pillow and we couldn't be prouder to have my pillow on board go to mypillow.com and you'd use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard my pillow is normally sixty nine ninety eight. It's only nineteen ninety eight with code word Jerry. That is what you would call a huge discount. My pillow is made in the USA. Comes with a ten year warranty and a sixty day money back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you will ever sleep on. You get it now. You can support this show and strike back against cancel culture like us. Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the mob, the woke mob. By purchasing from MyPillow, not only are you helping out us, you're joining us in the fight against cancel culture. MyPillow isn't in the big box stores. No, it's been, it's been canceled. It's been banned, but you can get it with factory direct pricing when you order from MyPillow.com using the code word Jerry. I got the pillow. I got the Giza sheets, which I love. My my wife put the old sheets back on one day, and I was like pissed. I said, God, we need our Giza sheets. I love these sheets. And uh, they got all kinds of over 150 products, including awesome slippers, which I'm hoping to get for Christmas. Just go to MyPillow.com, promo code JERRY, 800-893-7406, promo code JERRY. All right, we're doing uh, the long game, correct? Around a long yep. game, long game. Elsie Granderson, formerly of ESPN, now an op-ed columnist for the LA Times and a political contributor to ABC News, and Will Leach, founder of the late we uh, website Deadspin. Late? Isn't Deadspin still around? Well, whatever. The, he started Deadspin. He's a contributing editor at New York Magazine and the author of How Lucky. They come together to bring to you the, your soon-to-be favorite sports podcast, The Long Game with Elsie and Leach. The Long Game with LZ and Leach covers the intersection of sports culture and politics from uh, from vaccine hesitation to online betting to all the isms and phobias we've come to know. Sports not only reflects our culture, but it drives our culture. New episodes are out every Wednesday, so head to therecount.com 
or your preferred podcast platform to listen to the most recent episode. All right. You know, we'll, we'll take our cue from, uh, from uh, the long game and we'll do our sports. First of all, I, I'm rooting hard. Now that Brady's kind of dropped out of the race, I'm rooting hard for uh, Aaron Rodgers to win the MVP because it's just going to annoy the media, which is kind of what I root for in every aspect of life. I want someone, I want people to annoy the media. And I think they're going to hate to do it, but they're going to have to vote for Aaron Rodgers if he keeps this up. Yeah, sports writers, though, right? So I don't, yeah. I don't know that they're going to vote for him if they're sports mm-hmm. writers. When's the, last time, when's the last time we had back-to-back MVPs? Because he would be back to back. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Peyton Manning did it. Uh, Brady didn't do it, I believe. Brady won three MVPs. Manning won more, like five. So he probably did it. But uh, we could check that, Turtle Boy. But uh, I mean, it's a long, a long it's way a, to go. A, but I think Brady, it's a, it's a, Brady, not only got shut out now. on Sunday night, but he lost half his team. So I think his candidacy took a huge hit. He lost. They're all out. Mike Evans, uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, Chris Godwin. Uh, uh, according to the Vegas odds, and I just checked, it was plus 125 for Rodgers, plus 175 for Brady, and then plus 800 for Jonathan Taylor. He's in third. So it's basically a two-man race. Yeah, I would say that's a good point. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, which would be odd, a weird, a running back, but uh, Rodgers just, he looks good. He feels good. I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for him just because, uh, you know, he lied to the media. Uh, which, which, uh, Cole Beasley never did. He tested positive and he's out for 10 days, but he, he refused to get vaccinated and he stuck to his guns. Kyrie Irving never did it either. He just said, I'm not getting vaccinated. I don't believe in it. So Stephen A who's been ripping Kyrie, like all the media, like all the hyenas in the, on ESPN, just all, uh, following suit. And, and they hate Kyrie Irving cause he doesn't believe in the vaccine. Didn't want to take the vaccine cause he's young and he's thin and he's healthy. But anyway, he wouldn't do it, so he wasn't allowed to play. Now he is coming back to play road games because they're so desperate because they lost so many guys to COVID. Stephen A. Smith tests positive for COVID, and he insists he wants to work that day because he wants to do first take because he wants to go at Kyrie Irving. And I don't know, is that irony? The guy who's double-vaxxed and a big believer in the vaccine, Stephen A., gets COVID and says, I got some things to say about that scoundrel Kyrie Irving, who's not I'm stupid, who's I'm stupid, not Jerry. who's not vaccinated, who doesn't believe in the vaccine, who doesn't think the vaccines prevent you from getting COVID, and the guy who has the vaccine and has COVID wants to rip the guy who doesn't think the vaccine works. Am I missing something? Isn't that a little? Uh... No, it's just science, Jerry. It's just science. Oh, it's science. Just science seems a little convoluted. What do we have any uh, sound from Stephen A? Yeah, do you want to hear make the here he is making his announcement? Uh, Uh, Sure. Uh, I've tested positive for COVID-19. I have the coronavirus. Um, (laughs) I learned this uh, over the weekend. Uh, I got tested three times last week prior uh, to the weekend, and I had tested negative. I tested negative before I departed from L.A. I tested negative when I arrived in L.A. I tested negative when I got back from L.A. Uh, but then I had a, a minor, uh, uh, just uh, an, an, uh, ambulatory, an ambulatory. He doesn't, uh, yeah, oh, he had an ambul. He had a hard time saying ambulatory. He had some sort of, he went to the, the doctor or something. COVID caused that. COVID yeah, caused yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, it has to, eventually it has to stop being news when people get COVID. 
That can't be news well, anymore. Sound, it's a freaking cold. Did you hear how forlorn he sound? I have COVID. Right. It's just, yeah, but it's you, just know, like, you know him. You know he's going to play it up. And <laughs> like that, that sounds like an I have cancer announcement, exactly. doesn't it? I've I mean, got the way it. The, right. the, right. the solemnness of it all. I mean, what, what are we doing? Who cares if you have COVID? And number two, uh, so were you not wearing a mask, Stephen A? Are you not... Are, if we're going to blame people for getting COVID, because it's a sign that you didn't protect yourself, right? You weren't responsible. You were part of the spread. He must have done something wrong, right? How come he's not in trouble for that? And he, But he wants to rip the guy who doesn't believe in vaccines because he doesn't think the vaccines prevent you from getting COVID. <laughs> yes, it's all. And, I mean, I mean uh, Kyrie will get it if he hasn't already gotten it, but he'll get through it. He's young and then. I just don't get, again, going back to, so Stephen A wants to blame Kyrie for what? Or Kyrie got it. Kyrie got it last week when the whole Nets team got COVID. They brought Kyrie back for 24 hours. He was, they were going to let him play. Did you see that? They were going to let him play. Yeah, yeah. And then he tested positive for it because everybody has it right now. Everyone has it. And he'll get through it and he'll have natural immunity and everyone will be fine, but they'll still, he'll still be the bad guy. Kyrie, Cole Beasley, those are the, um, Aaron Rodgers. They'll be the bad guys because somehow people like Stephen A. buy into this campaign, this this uh, campaign of, of, of demonizing this group. They don't know why. They don't know why Aaron Rodgers is responsible for this outbreak, but they're going to run with it, you know, because they just feel better about blaming someone who won't step in line, get in line like they did. That's the way it works. But I do want to get to. Uh, uh, you want to talk about Trump, I think. Let's talk about Trump. Want me to do Shay and then we'll talk about Trump? Yes, yeah, do that. We will do Shay and then we'll let uh, Turtle Boy take a bow because Trump just sounded said something so stupid the other day. But first, Shay Concrete. I would have been telling you about Shay Concrete for a long, long time. Today, we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shay Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, all kinds. Do you need any podcasters? <laughs> you know, we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? Bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And you'll we'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. All right, I, uh, you, you know, you mentioned, Turtle Boy, uh, can we done making news, making it news when people test positive for COVID? And that's a good point. But can we done be done saying exclusive with Donald Trump when someone interviews Donald Trump? We got an exclusive. And like every two days he does an interview, says a lot of the same things. And everyone, oh, we got an exclusive with Donald Trump. I see it now and I go, yeah, okay, I'll watch. Maybe I'll watch. Maybe I won't. But 
Here's why I really want, I'll keep it simple. I want DeSantis to run and Trump to step aside, which probably won't happen, but I can root, I can hope. Is that I don't want another 78-year-old president that makes me cringe every time he speaks off the cuff. Now, they're two very different people. God knows I was rooting for Trump. I voted for Trump. I wish Trump won. Biden's been a disaster. But Biden is, I think, he's... He's in the throes of dementia. It's a struggle watching him talk, watching him walk. Trump won't be that bad, but let's be honest. If he wins in 2024, he'll be 78. If he finishes his term, he'll be 82. And he might be a very spry, healthy 82-year-old, but I don't want any more 82-year-olds running this country. Is that asking too much? No. No, it's not asking. I've had enough of Nancy Pelosi and Anthony Fauci and Joe Biden and these geriatrics who are, are... just not up for the job. I'm sorry if it's ageism, but you know, when, when, when my father was 78, he was dying. When my mother was 78, she was gone. She had dementia for years by then. And she was completely gone. Uh, some people, you know, they age better than others, but nobody is tip top at 80. They're just not, we see it with Biden. We see it with Fauci. I'm sorry. I would like a 43 year old Ron DeSantis who will be 45, I guess, 46, when he takes office, who has the same policies, just much better physical shape, physical condition, and doesn't make me hold my breath when he speaks. Their mind, their mind is in good physical. He's so sharp. He can just go at it with these reporters. He gets it. He's he's our version of woke. You know, he's based. Donald Trump is not good on his toes. He doesn't know how to respond to these people. I mean, he's good at like, you know, some good one-liners and and riling up the base. He's really good at that, but he's not sharp and he never has been. And he always falls for the media traps, Jerry. He always falls for every single trap they lay for. I would love if he supported, you know, his fellow Floridian and campaigned for him, held rallies for him and said, this is our guy. That would be ideal. It won't happen because he, he, two reasons, he wants revenge and he sees how vulnerable Biden and Harris are. Any, I mean, any warm body could beat those two and he knows he could do it. He knows he could beat them in the debate. He's also an egomaniac, Jerry. He doesn't have it in him to step aside and let somebody else do it. This is why I'm with you on this. And I don't, you know, again, I appreciate everything Trump did for the country. I appreciate that he defeated the Clinton crime family and he exposed to some extent the deep state, which is pretty irrefutable at this point. But he sits down with Maria Bartiromo and she asks a good question about Fauci. Would you say of his top three mistakes he made, Turtle Boy, that one would be not firing Fauci? Uh, that's his number one. Easily, number one mistake he made is he didn't fire Fauci. Well, he doesn't really have a good reason for that. <laughs> He's asked about it and he says the reason is that it would have upset the, the left. It would have, you know, it would have pissed off uh, Nancy Pelosi and Ayanna Presley. That's his reasoning. Let's listen to uh, let's <clears throat> let's listen to uh, President Trump talk about Fauci. You can imagine what happened. But- Makes me think of uh, Fauci. Um, Fauci, Anthony Fauci, misled the Senate when he said that the NIH did not fund the gain of function research. Um, should you have fired Fauci? So a lot of people ask me that question, and I did it right. Because if you do fire him, you're going to have a firestorm on the left again, as usual. Um, And I didn't listen to him. If you think about it, he wanted to keep our country open to China, and I closed it. He wanted to keep our country open to Europe, and I closed it. 
He talked about masks being no good. Well, I'm not a huge mask believer, but I think they have some purpose. And now he's a radical masker. I mean, everything he's done, he's a great promoter. He's a bad pitcher. He was telling me what a great athlete he was. I said, you can't throw a baseball 15 feet. I, I never saw it. That was, other than President Obama, it may be the worst throw I've ever seen to home plate. Uh, no, I think I did the right thing because we would have had a firestorm. Less of a firestorm now if he was fired, because he's been wrong so often. But if you think of it, he wanted to keep our country open to China, Europe, and all these places, and I didn't do it. All right. Quick question. We'll go around the table. <laughs> Which, which do you find more disturbing? <clears throat> the fact that he wouldn't fire Fauci because it would upset the left, or the fact that he spent half his time talking about what a bad pitch Fauci threw? Which, which is more uh, disturbing coming from the former president? It's all disturbing, Jerry. And I think everything you just heard from there is a clip of, that's the perfect ex exhibit A, why he cannot be the guy. He is so easily distracted. He just, he's got the right policies. And then you, he's like, oh, then he goes off on the pitching rant and he doesn't shut up about it. He just keeps going. We don't need to, like, we get it. We get it. Like, we don't, I don't give a shit about your wisecracks about Anthony Fauci. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, he's a bad pitcher. But like, we, there's a lot on the line here, dude. Stand up to this guy. Like, there's a lot more important things he did than throw a bad freaking pitch during a baseball game, and he will always fall for that shit. That is the clip the media will play. Yes. And then he'll spend the entire week defending his talking about the pitch instead of talking about what actually matters. Ron DeSantis will never do that. He will get right to the point. And all, everything you just heard from him is a crock of shit. And how any Republican can get behind that and be like, oh, yeah, that's that's a good excuse. He didn't want to make Joe Scarborough mad. And how'd that work out for you, by the way, Trump? How'd that work? Did you make him mad? That you upset him either way, you freaking moron. Just an absolute moron. Well, I mean, I'll well, vote for him if I have to, but. What I, what I tell you, Karan, I would say, we play that clip, I said, uh, Turtle was going to go off. And uh, he didn't let me down. Here's to me. The most disturbing thing is uh, I'm looking at the numbers right now in the world, 5,388,695 deaths from, uh, from coronavirus, uh, which uh, came out of a lab in China after Anthony Fauci sent our taxpayer money to that lab to fund the research. Uh, 830,990 deaths in, in the United States. That is the problem this man lied under oath funded the research which created the virus how is that not how does that not put you in prison let alone get you fired how is that overlooked now we know he had this smear campaign against all these other epidemiologists who didn't want to shut schools he tried to ruin them the guy is freaking bad he is a bad man a bad public servant trump did you, did you even like did you even hear what he said about masks during that whole thing <laughs> He goes that, oh, masks have a purpose. He always has some caveat there. No, no, no. Masks have no purpose. That's the official Republican position, Jerry. He constantly gives in to these people. He constantly tries to, like, please let. No, masks have no purpose. Trump, shut up about masks. Here's why I want preferred DeSantis is because this was a simple question. Was it not? Yes, I should have fired Fauci. I screwed that up. Yes, the guy is a really bad guy. Of course I should have fired him. I didn't know about the funding, the research, and, and Wuhan, if I'd known that, I would have fired him on the spot. What's wrong with that answer? Not Nothing, nothing. wrong. And he, particularly well, if he's going to spend 45 seconds saying how Fauci was bad and didn't listen to him. Well, if he's bad, 
fire him. Like you're just giving us all the reasons why you should have fired him. You know, he's, he's proud of the fact that he didn't fire a guy who was wrong about everything. See, <laughs> I didn't fire him, but I didn't listen. Right. So what was he there for? Oh, you rebel, you rebel. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, you, you did listen. His policy literally dictated the freaking your right. policy. So you did listen. You shut everything down. You bought into this freaking hysteria. And yeah, towards the end, you started being like, yeah, I'm not going to wear a mask and like whatever. And um, you know. But- that that suicide thing I mentioned earlier, all the girls trying to kill themselves, DeSantis or even like you know Tom Cotton or Josh Hawley, they would know that. They would bring that up. They would it talk would. about what Fauci did to our young people, our kids. Trump can't do that. He's too. It's too simple. It's too surface level. It'll just be yeah, he's a bad pitcher. Yeah, yep. uh, he he didn't want masks. Then he wanted him. And you're going, the guy's responsible for for. <laughs> You know, partially responsible for the entire freaking pandemic. How about mentioning that, Donald J. Trump? It's just, it's frustrating. I don't think I'm up for uh, four more years of that kind of frustration. As much as I love the fact that he drives the left insane, and he and he, you know, drives whatever Joe Scarborough and uh, Mika insane. That's great, but so does DeSantis, and he does it with brains and guts and smarts and he looks great in his military uniform and he's got a great looking family and only one wife and he never went on epstein's jet so all those reasons i'm uh, i'm all in on uh, big d uh, ron DeSantis. but uh, all right turtle boy i will let you get back to blogging uh you uh, are you allowed to around your family at christmas or is your family taking the advice of dr fauci who said yesterday that he would not let a family member who isn't vaxxed come in his house. <laughs> no, we don't li- We don't take our directions from Anthony Fauci, Jerry. Our you too, Corona, right? They're not keeping you out like they did on Thanksgiving. They're not no, keeping you we, out. We had family Christmas uh, without a hitch last week, um, but I think it'll just be the wife and I on Christmas Day here. Oh, good. And the cats, right? You're not getting you rid of them? No way. The cat, the cat, the cat. But uh, I, I seem to be the only one that cared that, uh, that uh, the Bidens got rid of their dog and got a new version, got rid of their dog, which was still alive, and got rid of it because they were sick of it and got a puppy, which is cuter, better for photo ops. And no one, everyone, hell, the, the, the media was calling him a dog lover. He's a dog guy. What kind of dog guy gets rid of his dog because he's sick of it or is because not as cute anymore? Like, you know, you do that maybe with your wife, but you don't do it with a dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, no, but I, I guess no one else minded except me. All right, Turtle Boy, have a good uh, Christmas and uh, try not to kill too many of your family members. I got my 40th birthday, Jerry, in three days, too. How about that? Really? What day is oh, your yeah. birthday? The day after Christmas. That's the same as Fauci, I believe, isn't it? Or is Fauci the day before? He's Christmas, Christmas Eve. He's That's officially Anthony Fauci Day in Washington, D.C. So. And you're 40. Wow. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. I, I didn't, when I've seen, I've seen some of the threats against your life, I didn't think you'd make it this far. I didn't think I was going to make it this far either, Jerry. But, you know, the blog game, I didn't choose the blog game. The blog game chose me. That's what I say. All right. Well, have a, have a great Christmas and have a great birthday. And, uh, um, you know, have fun. You and your family. Okay, have fun. I'll do that. Have fun. Have a couple, too, have a couple drinks. Too, and try not to uh, think about all those death threats. Stay out of court, too, would you? I'll try my best. All right. Thanks, brother. Uh, and uh, Carano, we are coming back tomorrow. Yep, correct. We're going to come right. back tomorrow for our locals community. Uh, we're going to take Christmas Eve off like everyone else in the world uh, and enjoy it with our families. 
you are uh, going to be alone with your wife because no one wants to come near you That's because right. you're on vax. True. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. You murdering heathen. But um, we'll be back tomorrow just for our locals community. If you're interested in joining us, sign up at callahans.locals.com. Callahan.locals.com. Just singular. Callahan.locals.com. Uh, you can do it free during the week, but on Fridays this week, Thursdays is just for our community, just for our uh, supporters. We'll, uh, I don't know what we'll do tomorrow, but we'll have some fun. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Yeah, I like fun. Sounds good. Thanks to everybody for listening, for watching, for commenting. We appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning only exclusively on Locals. Locals.